Hello, queens, and welcome to our royal community. If you are here, then this is officially your royal community, too. I'm your host, Latanya Porter, a wellness mentor, helping middle-aged women find vibrance, passion, and purpose in the aftermath of life's challenges. Our royal community will focus on strategies to help you along your journey to build your empire. I am so glad you're here. Now let's get started building our queendom. Hello, 2019. (laughs) And hey, guys, welcome back this week. Um, We are in 2019. This is so exciting. I'm excited. You know, hopefully you guys are excited, too. Uh, I am roughly a month away from my 40th birthday. It's it's insane to think that I'm almost 40. Like when my parents were in their 30s, um, I was in grade school and I remember thinking that they were just so old. Now uh, I realize just how young they really were. I'm feeling grateful that I've grown so much over the last two years, though, Um, I really took the time to understand my life, understand myself, understand my environment. Um, It's made a huge difference in my life. And it's one of the biggest reasons why my quarter one goals revolve around self-care. So my vision board, I did put that in Q1. I want to focus on self-care because I want to serve. I want to bring quality content to you guys. I want to be there for all four of my kids. You know, I can't do that if I'm tapped out. I I need to be functioning as close to 100% as possible in order to serve. So self-care for me may look a little different than it does for some. I think it may even look different than people thought it would look for me. My vision board has on it, like, exercise, of course, um, eating right, going to therapy. I even have dating myself on my vision board. Um, I actually found a therapist and I'll be starting sessions in actually a few days from now. I'm like uber excited. My sessions, uh, when I lived in Baltimore, my therapy sessions stopped abruptly. Um, but it was because I moved. Um, but I do have so much more that i want to work on so much more work I want to do and at this point in my life I don't even feel like I'm living up to my own standards so I'm looking for therapy to be like a mental processing center of sorts because of my past I know I have some distorted views on things I feel like I have to abandon and reconstruct some of those older ideas to really get my mind right and start taking care of myself. And self-care is so relative. Like, it really is a relative term, and I don't think everyone realizes that. Like, self-care ideas get imposed on people. And if they aren't in tune to what they actually need to take care of themselves, they follow that trend. You know, if I took a picture of myself, I took a selfie with me and my therapist and hashtag the self-care, <laughs> like how would that really be received? Like, would people recognize that as self-care or would it seem foreign or would it seem exclusive to me? Um, Like, would it seem like me and maybe just a select few need therapy for self-care? My self-care is in an effort to get my mind right. Like, 
my mind hasn't been right in over 30 years, if I'm honest with myself. I got some serious, serious work to do. Like, I really have a lot of work to do. I remember telling a guy I was dating once, like literally telling him, if I was a better woman, I wouldn't even be with you. And I knew the relationship was trash. I felt like he was trash. But obviously, I felt like I was trash too, you know, to even say anything like that. I didn't leave him and I didn't even try to become better. My mindset was that of a person stuck in some BS. It wasn't until I started taking better care of myself that I finally got out. There's no way that Latanya was going to write a book or start a podcast or anything else for that matter. Our mindset dictates, it dictates so much. In a recent email to my community list, I talk about how my boyfriend blew over $30,000 in less than five months because he just didn't have the right mindset for that type of lump sum payment. So, This week, I want to talk a little more about mindset. So I Googled mindset, and this is what I got. The definition in Google for mindset is the established set of attitudes held by someone. Established set of attitudes. Essentially, your mindset makes your decisions. It's established your attitude. So for me, in the example of that crappy boyfriend, I established that I was worthless. I deserved his substandard treatment. Now, logically, if I recognized he wasn't a good person, I should have left him, right? But my mindset is what kept me there. So I want to talk about like four things that we have to focus on when We are trying to make a mindset change and get our mind right to really crush our goals and to um, really conquer what it is we're trying to do and find success. So first, I had to understand where my mindset came from. Now, we weren't born thinking we deserve less. Hell, my toddlers think they deserve everything immediately. (laughs) So where does that come from? Now, at some point, something or someone convinced you that you deserve less. Maybe a jealous friend convinced you to settle. Maybe your parents weren't supportive or encouraging growing up. It's kind of important to find a route so you can address it. So, example, my grief counselor spent months upon months trying to convince me to find a babysitter for the twins and take some time for myself. I adamantly refused. Like we would go back and forth about this. And we did that for months. And then one day it finally hit me. Like I realized exactly why I refused to let anyone keep the girls so I could just have some downtime, some me time, some rest time, you know, anything like that. So I recall a time when my son, he was just five years old when this happened, and I left him with family, and he got hurt, and they covered it up. Even when my son told me what happened, 
Nobody in my family would address it. One of my relatives just flat out said, he's lying about it. And I suppressed that memory, but it absolutely established my attitude about babysitters for the girls. Even after 15 years, you know, after this had happened. So I knew that I was uncomfortable having, you know, like finding babysitters for the girls. But because I suppressed that memory, I really didn't understand why. I just knew that I was angry that she was pressing me about finding a babysitter. Getting to the root of that helped me start to address it. So I stopped feeling stuck and even confused about why I was stuck and why I was so angry and like why I was so defensive about it. But this is why understanding where those beliefs come from is the first step to that mindset shift. And then the second thing is to really find out and understand how the mindset hurt you and how did it help you? Because even when your mindset isn't healthy or if it wasn't healthy, it could still could have taught you some valuable lessons or protected you from something. So you kind of have to give it purpose. Maybe it's more than just an unhealthy outlook. It's possible that it was exposure to some good information or some wisdom that you can use later. Sometimes sometimes you got to see the bad to recognize the good. I know I've learned a lot from all the craziness I've been through. I was recently talking to my son about a decision he had made. He was feeling a bit of regret and a little bit torn about it. So I gave him some good old-fashioned mom advice. And he told me I always have good advice for him. And my response to him was, I have to. Otherwise, all my experience is made for a crappy life. (laughs) So take all of that wisdom uh, to better understand what hurt you and why. It's how you start the mindset shift. The wisdom will allow you to fix it with more ease. And this really takes some authenticity. You gotta be honest, like real raw emotions, real raw talk with yourself. Just be real. Pretending something didn't hurt you or um, or didn't phase you, it doesn't help anyone. Identify the pain points and focus on them. How did it hurt you? And then how is it going to help you? Or how did it help you? The third thing is to recognize that a new mindset doesn't equal a new life. Well, not automatically. So if your new or shifting mindset is accompanied by old habits, old people, or just all the old stuff from your life, then you're not going to get that new shiny life you want. That crappy boyfriend I had, I tried to keep him after my mindset shift and it didn't work. He did something really nice for me one day and I just broke down crying because I felt guilty for not ending it already. And I kind of felt sorry for him for still trying. And sadly enough, I didn't even end it after that. The end didn't come until a physical altercation. When he got fed up with my my newly established set of attitudes. However, 
lesson learned. Um, he aligned more with my old self and my old standards. I tried to take him with the new me and it didn't work. I had to give up either my new mindset or him. I, I couldn't have both. And sometimes you can't have both. You have to decide which is more important. I tell my sons all the time, adulting is about making decisions. Most of the time, you just want to string together enough good decisions to have a decent life. But the choices are yours. How important is your new life? How important is this new mindset? It could all boil down to what you're willing to leave behind and what you can't let go of. And then the fourth thing is your mindset is, and it can be, dynamic. It can change. It, it's ever-changing. Even a positive mindset can become better. So as your life changes, your goals change, your level of maturity changes, your mindset changes. Sometimes it can make you feel wishy-washy or feel like you're confused. You feel like you keep changing your goals or going back and forth or you're not sure. You And it makes you feel like you really don't know what you're doing when essentially you're just evolving. So in grief counseling alone, my goals and ideals, perspective kept changing. I was in grief counseling for about a year after my boyfriend died. I went from wanting to sleep in my bed as a primary goal to wanting to write a book. You know, I initially, you know, with my business, I initially wanted a a lucrative business as a fitness coach. And now I'm focused on building a thriving and growing mentor coaching business. And trust me, there were numerous goals sprinkled in between then. I kept changing my mind. But the constant changes, although, you know, they did make me feel like immature and scatterbrained, um, they just showed that I was evolving. Like every 20 minutes, I was changing my mind about what I wanted to do. And I'm like, why can't I settle on one thing? But I I realized there was a very good reason for that. I was setting goals as a hurting or broken person wanting to become better. Those initial goals were set by a broken person. Those initial goals were set by a person that was unsure of themselves, let alone their goals. And as I matured in my mindset, I didn't want those limited goals anymore. I didn't want the broken goals that basically were set by the broken person. I evolved. So naturally, my goals did too. And I had to understand that. Like really understand that. My change of heart wasn't always me quitting or me being all over the place. It was my life, my mindset, and even my goals evolving. When you're working on yourself and making changes, you should start to feel drawn to new stuff. So new habits, new ideas, new environments, and even new goals. Your constantly maturing mindset will awaken those impulses in you. So don't fight it. Just 
let it happen. Keep growing and keep evolving. You know, I really hope this helps as we're pushing forward with these 2019 goals. It's important to have the right mindset to achieve any goal. It's also important to have the right mindset to not give up. So even if you change the goal, the right mindset gives you the insight to make the right changes to the plan and even the execution. So let me know what your goals are. Like email me, message me on Instagram, you know, let's stay connected. Find me. Let me know what your goals are. Let's keep this conversation going. Um, If you did a vision board or an affirmation board, I'd love to see it too. Email it to me. If you posted something like that on Instagram or anything, tag me, our royal community. I want to see it. So we are going to get through this together. Like we're what, six days in. We're six days in 2019. So we're going to crush these goals. Quarter one, <laughs> month one, whatever, however you set your goals, we're going to crush them. So whatever they may be, I want to hear about them. Keep me posted. Um, please keep in touch with me and let's stay connected. I will talk to you guys so soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's no community without you. Please visit my website, ourroyalcommunity.com, where you can grab a copy of my free ebook, Stay Raining, How to Turn a Messy Pass into a Masterpiece, or my published book, Your Queendom Awaits, How to Let Challenges and Traumas Guide You to Triumph. You can also check out my blog, Just My Thoughts, a blog created with the inner queen in mind, on my website as well. I will be talking to you guys soon, and remember, never hold back. Your queendom awaits you.